My mama would say, you gotta fight for what is right. To her I would say, I wanna give back the world some light. Mm -hmm. But it's an empty road, I feel so alone, I forgot. It's Saturday, November 4th in the year 2023, and this is Coffee with Jesus. This is part one, because last week we didn't have a show. And I I think this is probably, in our shows, the most important show we do in the week. And so since we had so many technical problems last weekend, I decided to go ahead and run last week's prayers tonight, and then we'll have Coffee and Jesus again tomorrow morning. Hopefully it's 6 a.m. It just depends on when I get all those prayers. Um, pay attention to the time flex a little bit right now. We're all on this new kind of schedule where things aren't directly live. I record just a little bit before, but it takes um, a little different coordination. So anyway, the other one, we'll have Coffee and Jesus tomorrow morning. 
Like I said, it should be at 6 a.m. Pacific. Be a little bit flexible and we'll go with that. It's been a pretty crazy week, so um, in good ways. I mean, we've had, I shouldn't say crazy, just I guess Holy Spirit crazy-wise. We've had a lot of things go on this last week. And for that matter, we've had a lot going on over the last seven weeks. Doing a lot of reflection on that today. And it's a, it's a pretty uh, interesting walk we're all in right now. Before we get going, obviously food is a weapon system. We have to be aware of that. And they are doing all they can to disrupt supply chains, change the way food is manufactured, force people into a compliance issue where literally they have to eat bugs and eat polluted foods, whatever else they're doing. And then we have just the general level of crises that are happening. And we see the template of what's going on in Israel with Hamas and this, and we see the same preparations going on here. So the point is that disruptions are quite possible. And I won't say they will happen, but it will be surprising if they don't. So be prepared. And with that being prepared, you need to have a good emergency food plan to cover many bases, whether it's disruption of supply chains, fire, evacuations, storms, whatever it is. And the best place to do that with is the products by My Patriot Supply. Their three-month emergency food kit is literally the best in the market. They are the largest supplier for that type of product of emergency food. And their prices are outstanding for the quality of product you get. It's a 2,000 calorie a day mix with different food types and it, it designed specifically to keep you energized and mentally focused in times of crisis, which is so important. So head on over to preparewithbards.com. Preparewithbards.com. Take advantage of the great products there. Get an emergency, a three-month emergency kit for yourself and every member of your family. That's a 25-year supply or lifespan, not supply, lifespan of that food and shelf life, which is great. So again, our website is preparewithbards.com. Preparewithbards.com. Head on over there and take advantage of the great savings. Over this last few weeks, lots of changes, obviously. And for me, it's been transformational on so many levels. Um, and I'm humbled before the Lord saying that. There has been a shift in my connection with God. It's gone deeper. My valuation and appreciation for the depth of the power of love in healing and winning this war has ex- exponentially increased. The need to get deeper into the word and to be equipped to fight a fight that ultimately begins in the spirit and one which we can be victorious in the spirit. And with, you know, just my own walk, I can tell you that God's opening doors that I never expected to be opened. And what that ends up doing from my own personal walk in Jesus is it distances me even more from the traditional church and the dead stone walls, skinny jean pulpit and that sort of thing. And I'm very happy with that because that's God remaking the church in all of us. This show, which started out as a nudge from God and, and was to begin doing prayers, and I really didn't know when we started this last spring where that would lead. But what we have witnessed is the power of prayer to heal and bring the miracle of God into the living space of the world. And what's amazing about that is we don't have to be in a place where we have hands-on, we're learning again and again that we can put hands-on in the Spirit and we can pray into things and transform things. And this is a very important lesson to take away from this. And it's an, it's an epiphany that I had today. That's really not the right term. It's what the Holy Spirit showed me today in a very intense and very deep 
prayer session that I did in, in, in an intercession prayer session I did today, which quite literally was probably one of the most intense I've ever been in. And it's, again, these new levels that the doors are opening. And not only did it, was it a prayer and intercession and also a deliverance, but it was also travail. And I have not experienced that until today at the, well, maybe a little bit, but not like today. It was amazing. And to witness that in a, in the spirit realm, what I was shown is that the real power of our healing will, will magnify when we truly take that healing into the spirit realm. So I can put my hands on somebody and pray, but we need to get through the veil. And there's no equation for that. I'm just telling you, open yourself up and be prepared to walk into the spirit realm with somebody. And I, I just, every time I say these things, I kind of snicker because I know some people in, in traditional churches, they'd be like, you're sounding a whole bunch like some of those crazies, a cult or whatever. It's like, no, we're not. We're walking with Jesus. And right now, the, the gifts and the giftings that are being poured out are unbelievable. So be open to them is my point. And check always with the Spirit. Check with Scripture. But some of the things that God's pouring out right now are not specifically scripturally detailed. They are implied. And so it's very important that we stay in alignment with Jesus in all of this because things are moving faster. And I'm speaking firsthand here. I am seeing things coming into me and my ability to operate in the Spirit at a different level than I ever thought possible and at a, at a, at a speed at which is almost hard for me to keep up with myself, let alone others. You know, I made this comment to somebody the other day. I said, I am literally at times a bull in the china shop because when God moves me and he moves me boldly, and when I say yes, and I keep telling people this, if you say yes and walk in the yes, be prepared what's going to happen because things will move quickly. Don't say yes and then say no. There's a lot of things in my life that have shifted. And with that, like I say, it's like a bull in the china shop and I have to be careful not to break things. And you see some of that happening. You see the movement happens too quickly for people to catch up and they'll peel off. And that's okay. They'll come back. Or they won't. I mean, that's that's not something for me to say. But just some basic principles of where we're going to always go with, which I think is important before we kick into prayer today. We can intercess for people, but you need to have their permission. And that's really important. If you're called to pray for somebody, let them know you're called to pray for them. That's me passing on what I feel is good wisdom, and I feel truly that comes from Holy Spirit, so just be aware of that. Don't jump into somebody's space and try to fix things. One of the prayers you hear me constantly change is, we need to bring this person to Jesus. And you will always hear me change that, and I will say, no, we need to pray to have Jesus have an encounter with them. Why? At the fundamental basis of God's Love is free will. And what we don't want to be doing is changing free will to white magic. When we start to force something on somebody and they are not in compliance, we're, we start treading into white magic and even black magic. And that's what the occult does. That's literally Satan's lair. We can pray for an amazing encounter with Jesus. We can pray for the shielding of the heart to fall and to let and have the welcoming of the Holy Spirit come in. But to tell somebody like, we need to bring them to Jesus. We need to get them to convert to, to Jesus. 
That's not our choice. That's their free will that has to make that. But we can encourage the encounters that will help that clarity come about, right? When someone's asking for healing, we're praying into healing because we have those authorities. If we're going to start getting into places where breaking soul ties, for example, if someone has built it, that isn't something we can do. They have to do it. We can, we can pray to have a hedge of protection. We can pray to have the two parties start to have a loosening of hearts, but ultimately those in end actions which affect you and I or one person and another person, if Jesus steps in and does that, that's one thing. But if we're praying into that space and trying to break a soul tie or cast out a specific demon that's on somebody, in somebody, we can rebuke it, we can hold it back, but in the end of the day, that person that's in the deliverance model of those spaces, they have to make the decisions themselves to be able to move forward and to separate from those influences. And that's super important to get because we don't want to be treading in the space of white magic. And it's very easy to do. So just keep that in mind. We have tremendous amount of authorities in dealing with demonic. And we can always, but if the demonic is in somebody, it's usually in somebody because they made an agreement with that. Now we can rebuke agreements. We can put that hedge of protection around, but ultimately that person, whatever is inside of them, they have to speak Jesus. They have to speak Jesus is my Lord. I can't speak that for them. And that's one of the greatest healing tools. So just some thoughts on that before we get going and just some guidelines I think that we all need to be sensitive to because this is a very intense space we're in. It's a beautiful space. The power to bring healing is nothing. I don't think there's a greater mission. So we'll see what we're going to do and how it goes today. I think we're going to have some good prayers. As we always do, I should, shouldn't even say I th- think. I know we're going to have some. It's going to be great. Okay, let's start with a prayer for us. Father God, we just come here assembled this evening, and we just ask that all the authorities that you provided for us become accessible through our prayers. And Father, we ask for an, an anointing tonight to open up our walk into the Holy Spirit and into the Spirit realm and with the Holy Spirit, for us to see across the veil, for us to start being able to affect healing in a greater way. <clears throat> And for us to be able to lift up and raise up those in need to heal them with the powers and glories that you flow through us so that we can not only transform their lives, but the world can witness the power of the miracle God. There is no greater testimony to the love in Jesus than to see the power of healing. And so, Father, we ask that tonight as we walk into this gathering, as we raise our hands, as we prepare to step in and truly pray for healing and pray for the miracles of the living God, that those prayers are not only healed or heard, but that all that is needed for this moment is provided, that our hearts are cleansed and pure, that our intentions are cleansed and pure, and that truly what we bring into this tonight is the power of love to transform lives. Bless us and guide us in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so again, these are last week's prayers we're going to get going here. So says, update from Brandon. I just wanted to say thank you for all the prayers. We appreciate it. We finally got to bring Athena home, and she's doing great. Mom is doing good, too. They both have an appointment Wednesday to check up for checkups, but they're both feeling good and doing well. Matthew Elson. Father, we just want to thank you for that 
update and that blessing for this family. And um, we will continue to see <clears throat> the healing continue for this family and continue to see the strength of the mom grow and the strength of Athena grow. So just bless them, Father, and guide them. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Great airflow throughout my lungs. Praise the Lord. Rib pain gone. Scott gave me a word that I, I'm not to drink three teas. I'm, I am to drink three teas three times a day. So I'm doing, I'm going to do that. I believe in the power of prayer and healing. I'm so thankful to have had Scott and Bars Nation pray for me. I could feel the power of Holy Spirit when I listened to the powerful prayer from Scott, song, scripture, and my thoughts. And praise Jesus. Father, that was a, it's been a very powerful prayer, and I remember that prayer very clearly. And so we just want to raise up song, scripture, and my thoughts and continue to pray on the healing and that, that those T's literally help heal those lungs and that chest and loosen all that up and give all the breathing that is natural and pure as intended. So, Father, we pray our healing into song, scripture, and my thoughts, and miraculous healing, instantaneous healing, and the continued flow of air in the purity of your breath. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Update on Joanne from CK. She was out of surgery. They removed as much as they could, but they said what was left could be cancer. She had another MRI and a CAT scan, but I have not heard the results yet. Joanne and family are a little nervous at what the results will be. Pray that it's not malignant. I will post more when I hear. Thank you, Nikki, for checking in. I have been praying, praying the Lord will bring a godly doctor and nurses around her to pray for healing. I will post as soon as I hear something. Update from, let's see. So I guess that's that one. I'm just kind of checking. These are a little different. Okay, so that's an update. So awesome. So Joanne, um, I'm just going to continue to pray for Joanne. Father, we just pray right here that there will be absolute healing on Joanne from CK. There is no more cancer that whatever was left behind is now going to be completely neutralized. Holy Spirit flows through. We lift her up. We pray into this. And we declare healing and purity of the, of the body, mind, soul, and spirit to turn this and transform this moment into one of perfection in the body that was given to us in this body temple, that all of those infections inside are rebuked and purified and cleansed with the flow of the Holy Spirit from top to bottom and head to toe. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Update on Manon from Carol. We just got the update from his parents. Thank you for your prayers and support. Huge Manon update. No leukemia detected in Manon's marrow or spinal fluid. No B cells in his blood and marrow. Praise the Lord. The CAR T cells did the job, and we pray they continue fighting in marrow's body for a long time. We couldn't be happier with these results, and we give every bit of the glory to God. We can't thank you all enough for all the positive thoughts and prayers sent our way. Please continue to keep Manon's recovery in your prayer prayers. Pray that these CAR T cells 
continue to persist in his body for a long time if they keep the leukemia away. Well, Father, we want to say thank you and the praise that we lift to you for this amazing healing and all glory to you. And Father, we're just not going to settle for please keep these away. We are declaring absolute and total healing permanently for CAR T cells, for the, I'm sorry, for Manon, Mam, Manon, and that these CAR T cells do continue to work and that his body is restored and that there is no more issue again of this leukemia. Thank you, Father, for what you bring and the, and the glory of what you bring in terms of healing. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Okay. Prayer requests. Please add Owen, a retired Marine, to the prayer list tonight. No details on online, please, other than praying for his marriage. Hold on a second. I don't like when things are put in here like this. I, I'm going to just, because there's details that they don't, they apparently don't want, and they give me details, which is dumb. All right. If you, I'm just going to say this. If you don't want details in a prayer request, then don't send me details in a prayer request. That's what I'm going to tell you. It doesn't help. Send me what we can talk about. So we're going to pray for Owen and his marriage. Father God, we're just going to pray for Owen, who's a retired Marine, for his marriage. There's a lot of complications here, and in, and in this moment, there's things that we can't speak, but you know the truth and you know where they sit in their heart. So Father, we just raise up Owen and his wife and we pray for them and pray for healing. And we pray for a miraculous healing that will be able to unwind and in some of these many things that are entwined in their life that are causing a burden and a stress and an inordinate amount of stress, in fact, and putting at risk all that they have together. So Father, we pray a miracle healing between them a release of the burdens and the wounds, a cleansing with, with the blood of Christ and a soothing of their hearts and to be able to see each other once again as they did in the beginning. Bless them, guide them, protect them in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Please pray for my grandson, William, who is nine years old. He has had serious stomach pain for about nine months Kids took him to hospital at, at that time, and he tested positive for COVID, which is a flu, by the way. He has been in the hospital and doctors many times and no answers. I'm convinced that the test stick is the source of the problem. He is a trooper. Grandma can't bear the pain. I wish I could take it. Please pray for the total healing of this precious child. Thank you, God. Thank you. God bless. Living, for, living by faith. Okay. So... Folks, we've got to stop spellcasting this thing. And when I say spellcasting, COVID is a spellcast because the minute that you speak that word, you are speaking of something that was designed to invoke fear and the idea of death. So it's a flu, okay? That's all it is. And we are trying to use this term now, and I, I'm really surprised that patriots have continued to use it because you know better. Don't. Get rid of the word. Go back to what it was. The flu disappeared, and this other thing comes in, and it's the it's a flu. It's a it's a it's an infection, whatever. But it's not what they're telling you it is. 
So Father God, we're praying for this grandson, for this young boy, William, who's nine years old, the grandson of living by faith. And Father, he's dealing with enormous amount of stomach pain, and he's had this for nine months. So Father, as we're praying into this, just putting our hands up and putting our hands around this child, and this is a little one here, Father, that we are just, there's no reason this child should be suffering. So as we pray in, we're just breathing life in him and speaking life into him. And we're just seeing the power of the Holy Spirit flow into him. And we're seeing his eyes now start to just brighten up and we see the pain start to go away. Father, this is healing, total and miraculous healing over this child of nine, William. And we're lifting him up. And Jesus, we just ask that you'll be here in this moment and place your hands upon him. And just breathe with us, Jesus, as we present him as a, as a child of the Most High to be perfectly healed, totally and completely. No more pain. This is all rebuked. And whenever that there's any sort of demonic, we cut those ties and we rebuke them. And we place a hedge of protection around him anchored in the blood of Christ. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Our little town meat shop of 84 years is changing hands. Saturday is set to be our our last day. I am praying the new owners will know Jesus and continue to pray over the customers and their food. I am also praying for my two co-workers, especially the single mom, new convert with her small farm and new business. She is the county's only mobile clucker plucker. I, that's nice. I pray it will be enough to sustain her family. Also that our manager will have a door open to, in the butchering field to support his family or whenever, wherever Father needs him. Thank you for your prayers. They are such appreciated. See Yahweh. Father, we know change is difficult. And unfortunately, in this time and time, change, especially after this many years, can be very destabilizing. This is a shop that was blessed, as we read here, of, walked with the belief in Christ, prayed over their customers. So, Father, we're praying now that that legacy of the love in Christ will touch the hearts of the new owners. And may those new owners be touched in such a magnificent way that they they are themselves transformed, that the blessing that has sit upon this small business and the prayers that have shared in there touch the hearts of the new owners and they begin to see their employees as much as employees as also teachers and guides. So, Father, we pray this into this butcher shop. Lift everybody up, and we just pray for a coming together, and almost see it, a coming together where they literally sit around and they share a meal and talk about what was to learn about where to go, and that the owners become receptive to hearing the stories of the past to model the future where they want to take it. May they step into something not to change it, but to simply walk more deeply with the gifts that were given. And may this blessing and may the Holy Spirit be there to pour down upon these new owners, to pass the mantle of stewardship to them, not just as a purchase, but to pass the mantle of stewardship to them that will lift them up and lift everybody up in the name of our our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Please pray for my friend's grandson, Manon, who has leukemia. I think we did this already. Okay, we already did this one. Sorry. Okay, we did this, and that was the update that man's leukemia is gone. Awesome. Okay. 
please be in prayer that there is a job out there for David and it will come soon. Thank you, my Bard's family. Fireproof. Well, Father, whatever the blessings are that David is needing or whatever pathway you have for him, we're just praying in for an opening with doors that only you can open. And may David be in a place to hear your voice. So we pray also for ears to hear and eyes to see that he can understand and hear where you want him to go and to take those first steps for that door to open so that he can step into a right work in his life that is in alignment with the gifts and talents that he's been given and to raise him up in a mighty way in kingdom in this point of transition. May this time of trial be one of building strength and footing on the rock of faith. And may he sit literally quietly and see your face to hear the words and the direction that you need him to go. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Update on Aiden Henry, the JV football player who was airlifted from the field to the hospital Thursday. He had a hematoma on the brain and was rushed into surgery. He's still in critical care but improving and needs continued prayers, Nikki Knight. I, you know, I just hate to admit this, but I'm going to. And what I hate to admit is that when I read these things, the first thing that comes to mind, and I think everybody knows what I'm going to say, is that he received the shot. And I hope I'm wrong. But being that he is on the team and he's in school, the probability is actually, unfortunately, very high. So <clears throat> we're going to pray into all that. Father, we just pray for Aiden Henry, who has been dealing with a hematoma on the brain. And whatever the cause, Father, whether it is vax or not, we're just praying for a complete head-to-toe rebuilding at a cellular level with the Holy Spirit. So, Father, we're just, there is a, a, a blessing here that we're placing upon him just allowing the, the power of, of the light of Christ to flow through him. And truly, as we speak this in declaration with our Lord and Savior Jesus, this healing has now happened. It is, a, it is miraculous and instantaneous healing to restore his body and his mind to the perfection as he was designed to be. And any pollutants and any infected agents inside are rebuked and cleansed and cast out and and. His body is refreshed in the name of Christ Jesus. Amen. Asking for prayers for my Aunt Grace. She is in the hospital and the doctors are talking open heart surgery. Yes, she is vaxxed and so is my Uncle Wendell. Please pray for him also that he will stand strong for her and speak life, healing, and Jesus into her. Thanks. And here's the update. My Aunt Grace will be going home today on Thursday while the doctors comp- contemplate what surgery, if any, to do. Hallelujah. Praying that the Lord will continue to heal her completely, that her recovery will stun the doctors into silence at the miracle healing that the Lord Jesus can perform in her. Also prayers for encouragement and resolution of, for my uncle Wendell, her husband of over 60 years, standing firm in God's healing deliverance in their lives. Amen. Update to update. Aunt Grace came home late yesterday and is resting well. My Uncle Wendell is still concerned about her 
heard, though, they are waiting on an appointment with a cardiologist. Continued prayers into her healing and his leadership in Christ Jesus. Thank you so much, Barb's family, the Little Red Rocking Chair. Well, unfortunately, and this is one of these things that I do bring up because it's important, and I bring it up because we have to be greater than the problem. The vaxxed issue always, and I'm just speaking for myself, when I read the vaxxed issue, I have to start shifting my mind into a healing space because I want to just say, why did you take it? (laughs) But that's not going to be helpful, and I'm just giving you honest testimony here. I want these people healed, and I want more than ever to be able to speak life and healing into them, and we must. It is, I bring this up because I don't think I'm the only one at times. It just kind of gives a sigh when we hear about another vax person. And part of that is the accountability in this world of actions that we take. The interesting thing is we talked about this two and a half years ago when all this nonsense was really at its peak, is the fact actually two years ago when we started to say that, you know, there was going to come a time when our roles would shift, and they do, and they are. We are not the judge and jury on this, and there's frustrations that can occur and so I'm just speaking in general. I'm not, there's no accusation other than the fact I'm giving you honest testimony of my heart. And we have to be in a place where we acknowledge where we are in our heart honestly and then turn to God and say, okay, God, I, this is what I was feeling. I don't want to feel that because it's not just in the place that we are. Guide me in this moment of healing and let the purity of my love for my, my neighbor consume me so that we may heal. So, Father, we have prayers for Aunt Grace and Uncle Wendell. And we are praying for their total healing of their bodies. Regardless of their age, this is about healing in the kingdom to restore their bodies to the fullness. And, Father, we just ask that in this process of healing, that there is an awakening and awareness to the decisions it made that affected this point in time. And with that, to be humbled before the throne, to be honest, transparent, and vulnerable before the throne, to admit these things and have them taken off and to repent for them. We can't repent for another person, but we can pray for the encounter with Jesus, as we will now, that such a moment will be humbling to a degree and healing to a maximum. So, Father, we just ask, and Jesus, we ask that you'll show your face, reveal yourself before them. Let the overwhelming love and compassion that you have spill into them. And may our prayers be consumed with love and compassion as we raise them both up in the mightiness of the Holy Spirit to see their bodies healed and restored. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Asking for prayer for Joanne, she went to the doctor for vertigo and found out she has a brain tumor. They will operate tomorrow, October 25th at 5 a.m. Now, this was already done. Okay, so here's the update. She was out of surgery. They removed as much as they could, but they said what was left could be cancer. And she had another MRI and a CAT scan, but I have not heard the results yet. Joanne and family are a little nervous at what the results will be. Pray that it's not malignant. I will post more later when I hear. I have been praying that the Lord will bring a godly doctor, I think we read this earlier, and nurses around her to pray for healing. I will post as soon as I hear something. So we don't have any more updates than that, at least not from last week. 
So, Father, we just pray for Joanne, and we pray for complete and total restoration of the brain or the, and the removal of the brain tumor. And anything that is there, we're neutralizing that, and we're praying into complete purity of the cells and the blood, and there's no more cancer. We declare that immediately, and we're re- rebuking any cancer. We're also rebuking any of the demonic influences that may have crept in. We place a hedge of protection around here, and we cut any ties that the demonic may be using to try to influence this moment. Father, we just we pray healing. We pray miraculous healing. We pray restoration in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Requesting prayers for my throat, became ill last Saturday and cannot speak loudly. Been using house remedies of honey, salt, vinegar, hot water. Wish to witness church that heals. Just a, nor, another follower. You want, you want to witness a church that heals? Just just another follower? Well, you've come to the right place, my friend, because we deliver. That's right. That's what we do. But, I say the but, you're going to need a little Jesus in your life. So we'll pray for that too. (laughs) Father God, we are here today just with just another follower who has been looking for a witness, the church that heals. So Father, we declare healing. We declare healing with the joy of our heart and kingdom, knowing very well that healings like this of a throat and how can be instantaneous and let the voice raise up loudly. Let the voice of the Holy Spirit flow through just another follower. Let the anointing of the fire of the Holy Spirit touch him. And with the blessings given, may this moment be a moment in heard. And may, as he prays, may he begin speaking in tongues. And may he begin speaking in the Spirit. And may he be overwhelmed with the fire of the Holy Spirit. And may that touch him deeply, light him up. And may he be in a place to literally raise his hands and say, Amen, I have found that church because that church is not here. It is in your heart. And may you feel that fire. May that fire burn from head to toe and toe to head. And may it ignite the passion of Jesus. And may you be healed. Amen. Welcome to Bard's Nation. Father, for all those, that got me going. Yes, that's what we're looking for right there. I need need one of those once in a while. Father, for all those hearts you are calling out to strengthen us, guide us, protect us, show us how to prepare our souls, our hearts, our minds, our bodies for the next week. The Lord of Lords, King of Kings, Christ Jesus, our Lord Savior, your three tribes will be calling on the name and blood of Jesus as we heal the sick, cast out demons, raise the dead, walk on snakes and scorpions through the 31st of October and into the 1st of November as we close with a sunrise worship and service. Amen. And we did. Amen. Looking on the map, the three points of location appear to be the tip of a spear. Anyone else remember today, Wednesday the 25th of October through Saturday the 28th of October was Portland Bards Fest. The dates were right in preparation for God to bring together the warrior healing army. Pastor Dave, Pastor Michelle, Pastor Scott, pray for us that, that hold the line, like live under grace, fear not, give the youth the protection, support, thanks for standing beside us in this war. Philip Weber. Nice prayer, Philip. Well, Father God, we just want to thank you for an incredible experience on the 31st to the 1st, where we truly proclaimed and declared and took back the night. We seized it in the name of kingdom. We took it back from darkness. We rebuked the evil that was trying to harm the children. We declared freedom. We breathed life into the darkness. We cast out those demons. And Father, 
We've healed the hearts. We healed the sick. And we spoke the gospel of Jesus Christ. Father, let that day mark a day of a new beginning, an offensive into the enemy's camp, an offensive into the enemy's territory, where we will literally continue and pursue war against the enemy. Wherever the enemy has taken territory, we will take it back, and we will take it back in the name of Jesus. We will take it back in the name of our kingdom and, our, and you, Lord, the Lord of hosts, the one God, the true God. The enemy has no chance against us, for we wage this war with weapons of the Spirit, seizing and destroying fortresses cutting off the ties and the bonds that affect people on this earth, protecting the children. And we pray heavily for the protection of the children. And what we prayed for on the night of the 31st and into the 1st, we will now continue forward as we move forward, that there will be no more harm unto these little ones. And the demons that seek to do so, and the demons that walk in the flesh that seek to do so, you will be pursued. We will find you. We will cast you out. We will bind you with millstones. We will cast you into the sea, and we will cast you into the lake of fire. For these children are to be touched no more. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. I'm asking for continued healing prayers for my brother Brian Roberts. You prayed for him a few weeks back. He was, has stage 4 cancer and is going through a chemo treatments. He called me today, Friday, October 27th. With an update, treatments are going well, and he has not had nauseous, nauseous, sorry, praise Jesus for that. He is tired but optimistic. He is sending out prayer requests on many platforms he is on. So I'm asking for continued healing prayers. Thank you, Scott, for all you do. Crafty nut. Well, Father, we're not going to stand for just partial healing. Brian Roberts is declared healed. And this is, as of now, declared healed from this cancer. Stage four cancer, stage three cancer, stage one cancer, Renate makes not. That's a, that is a spell cast. And we rebuke it, we break it, we cast it out. And we establish healing. We talk stage four life, stage five life, stage six life, stage seven life, stage 17 life. And so, Father, we breathe life into Brian Roberts. We raise him up. We, let, we lift him with our prayers. We cleanse him with the blood of Christ. We encircle him with a hedge of protection. We break off any chains and bonds that may have been built with the demonic. And we breathe life into him, Father, with the mightiness of the Holy Spirit. We lift him up and we transform this person's life in the moment, in now, in the spirit, as he is healed fully. In the name of Jesus, amen. My son has turned against me and God. We need lots of prayers. He's in a really bad way, Rhonda Rue. That's demons right there. Right there, that's demons. All right, let's go in, patriots. We're going deep. <laughs> Father God, we are going after these demons that have grabbed this young boy. This is the son of Ronda Rue. And we will not have this happen on our watch. So, Father, we pray into the Spirit and we encase this child in the blood of Christ, and we set a hedge of protection around him, and we break off any chains and bonds of the demonic that are now attached to his heart and affecting his mind. You are rebuked and cast out. We stand down. We push you down and cast you to the feet of Jesus. And Jesus, if you are so willing, cast these demons into the lake of fire. We pray life into this child's heart. We raise him up. And Jesus, we just ask that you'll show your face. Present yourself to him and let the power and the glory of all that you are flow through him 
Let him see you, let him feel you, and let him understand the love and the power of his family. Whatever has gone wrong that has set this awry and there's something in this path that has been disrupted, we heal that as well. We breathe life into the lifeline of the family. We breathe life into the bloodline of the family. And we heal this line. We breathe healing into this. And the pain that's in there, the things that are tormenting, the things that are pulling, let them be no more. For this is a child of the Most High. Raise them up and let him be the voice of kingdom in this earth. So, Father, we pray healing and restoration upon them. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Please pray for me. I feel like the enemy is attacking me like never before. Hope. Something about attacks. I'm just going to say it here. You have to take a mindset that, number one, the enemy will attack you. Number two, don't give the enemy territory. There's a sense of urgency and fear in this email, in in this post. So I'm telling you to begin with hope. Come out of agreement with fear. And you have to speak it. You have to speak. I come out of agreement with fear. And you rebuke that fear. And you rebuke that anxiety. Now look deep within. Breathe in. Breathe in, Holy Spirit. Breathe in, Holy Spirit. Breathe out. And relax and sit quiet. And sit quiet and see the face. And know that he is God. Because he is with you. We place a hedge of protection around hope. And any enemy that's coming near here, we cast you out. We break the bonds and we repel you with all that we are. For we stand on this wall and we are the watchers on the wall to tell you, you shall not have anything to do with this woman. For she is the, a child of the Most High, gifted and blessed and proclaimed by the Most High. You have no authority here. So stand down and stand back. And Father, we just ask that war angels can be given if it is so in your in your control to bring us war angels to sit on this hedge of protection to repel any demonic attack and whatever is in the heart of the wounded may the angels of heaven father come down and begin the anointing of healing and we breathe life into hope we breathe life into hope we breathe life into hope and may the wounds of the heart that are there and hope there's wounds in your heart and we need to unlock those and so we're untwining that. There's a, it's tight and it's painful. We're breathing life and release into your heart. Now breathe. And Jesus, we just ask that you'll join us in this moment as we raise our hands and lower them around hope and we breathe life into her and raise her up in the glory of heaven. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Prayer request for my papa, Bob Vickery. He's going downhill fast. He is unable to eat or drink due to severe pain. He has an IV for fluids. He's 82 years old, requesting prayer for peace among the family, for his pain, for God's timing and his will be done. Asking for prayers to help him stand firm in the faith and not allow the curse placed on him by man to burden his faith in God. We just want to see him be humbled in his situation in our family to be strengthened. J. Cress. I need to see this one. Hang on a second. Bob Vickery. Okay, Father, this is a man who right now sits on the edge, 82 years old. And I think, Father, what we tend to do, well, and I don't think, what we tend to do, Father, is we, we will start to cast the doom. We spell cast the end. This is not the end. This is only a beginning. 
So, Father, we're asking for a new beginning, and we're praying into a new beginning. We're praying breath and life into Bob Vickery. And may this moment of breath and life be a restorative breath and life to raise him up to see the face of Jesus and to literally be released from so many of the spells and casts that have been put upon him over the years to have him doubt that true faith in him. Father, we place our hands around Bob Vickery and we pray into him and we cut those ties that are binding him to this world of stupidity and denial and doubt. Set him free. We place a hedge of protection around him. And again, Jesus, we just ask that you'll show your face in such a powerful momentary way that this will be transformative in his life and from what was darkness now becomes light to raise him up and a new beginning. I have no idea how many years he has left. That is you, not us. And it is not his end if we do, if we will not allow it to be. It is his time. And so, Father, we're also praying for renewal on this. And we're taking this to the throne to pray for renewal. A renewal of his time here. A renewal of his life. A renewal of all things as he sees and witnesses the power of Holy Spirit and of Jesus himself. Let this be the moment to transform death into life. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Heavenly Father, God, this is a prayer here for today. Therefore, you too have grief now, but I will see you again and your heart will rejoice and no one will take your joy away from me. John 16, 22. Father God, I am praying for my ex-husband, Mike, and his family, God, his family, excuse me. God, you know I have been purging. I came across a journal book Ramona, Mike's mom, had given me. I knew she was not doing well. I texted Mike to ask how she was. Mike told me she passed. Heavenly Father God, you are the God of compassion, solace, and refuge. Mike and his family need you every hour. Mike has lost his mother, and we know you are holding her in your arms as you welcome her into heaven. I believe Ramona's parents lost loved ones, and my parents are also welcoming her into the eternal joy of heaven. Father God, you know that encountering death is never easy, but that's why you know, Lord, Mike and his family need you more than ever. During this time of loss, help them remember that you knew Mike's mother from birth and that she died in your loving arms. Help Mike and his family to trust in the name of Jesus who conquered sin and death. Help them take solace with Mike, that Mike will one day see his mama again. May the words of your enduring love bring Mike and his family comfort. Amen in Jesus Christ's name, Ekmak. There's two parts of this that are kind of interesting to me. There is a, it is the love of another. It also shows that many of the bonds that we create in marriage never are totally released. And that's an important point because this is a beautiful prayer for one that was once part of Ekmak's life who now has lost the mother. They were tight. They were together at one point as a family. Father, this prayer today is, is goes beyond this. We are praying for Mike's family, but we're also praying for a healing at a spiritual level. And while we're not trying to encourage anything other than just love, we're asking for love at a spiritual level to be shared on both ends. And may the healing that comes from one to the other as we pray our, for our neighbor, 
And as we pray for others, may that be the healing that expands across this family to light a spark of deep forgiveness and a compassion to just remember the glory and the goodness of what you were. And that includes the mother and through the family. There's something very important in this prayer, Father, that's being shown. And that is the death of the mother is stirring the memories of a family that once was. So, Father, we're just asking for a blessing, a blessing on this moment, that those memories, those memories will flow across that family and they will be healing of the hearts. The memory of the mother will nurture the hearts of the living. And as the hearts of the living are nurtured, they're raised up. They start to see each other with new, fresh eyes and let go of the past that divided them. Instead, step into a future and a present that allows them to walk as friends in the body of Christ and to return to that place of a selfless love, an interest and a compassion for being part of the family of the body of Christ. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Prayer requests for our brothers and sisters in Christ. Number one, Contagion is calling on us to intercede on his behalf to break the chains of addiction to pornography in his life introduced to him at the time of being molested as a child. <coughs> okay. Contagion. I'm going to speak right to you and I'm going to speak right to your heart. The first thing you have to come out of agreement with is the pleasure that you find from pornography. And that is at the core of all of this. This isn't just a wound or an addiction. This is something that you have derived pleasure to divert yourself from the pain that's within. And you have to come out of agreement with that pleasure that you seek to overcome the wounds that you have. The true healing begins when that goes away. You also have to take a step forward into Jesus and you need to repent for this. We cannot repent for you. And you have to repent and take it to the throne and you need to make a new covenant with our Lord that you will walk free of, a, of porn. The last thing you have to do, and we cannot do this for you, is you have to renounce and break the soul tie to pornography. Pornography builds a soul tie that is very much like a powerful relationship. Even though it's not a real relationship, it builds that soul tie. You need to renounce and break that soul tie. Father God, we are praying here today for Contagion who has wounds from a child of being molested as a child. So we're breathing in life into him and deep healing. And this is... This is something that's deep because it's also dealing with demonic. And there is a, an agent in there that's agitating and causing pain. And that pain is being masked by the relationship to pornography. So, Father, we breathe life into this. And at the same time, we build a hedge of protection around his heart and around this wound. It's the wound of molestation. And we rebuke any of the demonic that has come in there and we break those chains and those bonds that the demonic has, played, has, has done. And we are rebuking any contracts or any reason that demonic is even there. For this is a child of the Most High, declared and given by our, our God and Savior, our Lord and Savior, Jesus. 
and you will no longer have any authority here. Demons continue to persist, understand that you know the pain of staying when you've been told to remove yourself. You are in violation of spiritual law, and in so doing, you will be cast out and burned into the lake of fire. And I'll add a double dose of that for my own request to Jesus. Leave this, leave this person alone. And so, Father, we pray in the power and joy of the Holy Spirit. And Jesus, we ask that you'll show your face and reveal the glory of who you are to him to truly see who it is we serve and the glory of heaven that presents before him. And may the Holy Spirit flood through the whole body, soul, mind of contagion to lift him up, to heal him, to restore him, to clarify the mind and purify it. And contagion, as you go through this, you're going to have to seek once again to be baptized, to be baptized again, to cleanse yourself. And you can start some of this at home just by literally going through these processes we talked about, but then seek to be baptized to cleanse yourself of these burdens of the past. For you need to be reborn now with this, with all that you've carried. No matter where you are with Jesus, you need to be reborn. So Father, we just ask for the blessing over contagion to raise him up and to heal him in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Next prayer for the same by the same person. Kristen recognizes her choices of language, swearing from time to time in the company of specific people that don't always match her faith walk and is looking to break old habits into words that are always pleasing to the Lord and better represent her choice to walk with Christ. Well, Kristen is very simple. Every time you speak a, 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 a word, a swear word, you are casting you are literally cursing somebody. You're casting a spell. And that is in violation of everything that Jesus teaches us. So you need to rebuke that. You need to come out of agreement with that. And you need to tell, as you come out of agreement with that, I come out of agreement with speaking curses and swearing curses into the world. You have to rebuke that that you, that you speak. And then you need to take it to Jesus and say, Jesus I am your Savior. You are Jesus, you are my Savior. Jesus, I forgive myself. Jesus, please heal me. So Jesus, we just pray into Kristen. Pray for the strength of heart, the cleansing of the heart, and the cleansing of the voice and mind. And whatever demonic activity is there trying to influence that, you're now rebuked. And we place a hedge of protection around here and we flood in the joy and the glory of the Holy Spirit. And we take away any of the inclination to speak these words. And we breathe life into you, Kristen. Life. Life of our Savior. Life of Jesus. The glory of heaven comes through you. And no more will you have any premeditated thoughts or even inclination to speak these words. That is done. That's broken. We declare that at this moment in time. And going forward, you will only speak the words that glorify heaven. For your eyes are on Jesus. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Marty is struggling with severe sleep apnea and refuses to use machinery to aid in full night's sleep. His family is calling on other believers to pray for complete healing of the condition so that other symptoms disappear as well. This is the work. I hate sleep apnea because it's like the work of the devil. It sort of keeps people from getting a full night's rest, clarifying the mind. So, Father, we just pray breath into Marty. And what is ever causing this sleep apnea? 
I'm just going to just pray a soothing salve of the blood of Christ over Marty. And we place around him this bubble of just heavenly healing energy. We ask, Father, that if you will, will you please dispatch healing angels to come down with Marty and just to soothe him and heal him from whatever the condition is of sleep apnea. And Marty, we just breathe in. We pray that you breathe in, Holy Spirit, and breathe out, that all your airways and passages are now clear and opened. So Marty, there's also another thing, and it's, 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 and I'm just getting this nudge. I don't know you, but it seems that exercise may be a good thing here. And I don't know what your fitness level is, but walking more, uh, doing sort of cardiovascular fitness on a regular basis to get more air flowing into you, to raise you up. So Father, we just ask you a blessing over Marty and a restoration of the body, and we declare that in Christ Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so I'm asking for prayers of safety for my friend's family in Tel Aviv. They were warned to be evacuated, but said it's their home. They will not leave their names. They will not leave. Their names are Eld, Elad and Nikki Yoran and their, and their four sons, Beth. So, Father, we're giving a prayer now for Elad and Nikki Yoran and their four sons in this ridiculous fight war that's happening there, that's putting innocent people in the crosshairs of insanity. So, Father, I don't know where these people sit in relationship with Jesus, but what I do know is they are your children, and we are praying for their health, we are praying for their safety, and we are just asking in this very moment that wherever they stand with their relationship with Jesus, may this be a transformative moment in prayer that we can extend to them the love of one to another, a fellowship in love in the body of Christ. And may this be so profound in their life that truly their eyes are open and they embrace Jesus as their Savior. And whether it's was there before or not, may it become greater in their life than ever before. And may they be protected. And Father, may you provide them at our request. May can you provide war angels to protect this family to ensure their safety and to avoid the insanity of this war, to have them be eyes and witness, to tell stories of what it's really about, to find the center point of truth, to bring the truth to the world. Thank you, Father. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. To my family and prayer warriors, it is time to get to work. My wife, Kelly, just got a call from her mom Okay, I guess we've just been instructed to get busy. Let's go. I like these. For Father Wayne has been in the hospital for a month now, and his health was looking good. He just got a phone call that his lung collapsed, and they are taking measures to stabilize him, and we are on the way to pick up her mother and get to the hospital to be with him. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, I put a hedge of protection around Wayne and the demons that are causing coming against us have no power over our lives, have no power here and rebuke them 
with the blood of our Savior, Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus Christ washed over Wayne and a healing like no other enter his body with cleansing power in the name of Christ Jesus. Steady Deanne's fear and anxiety that she may cling, cling to you as a child of the Most High. Guide us as we travel to Wayne's side to be with him in the time of need. We love with love and prayers, your name and blood, Jesus Christ. Amen. Eric Ferguson. Okay, so it's his wife, Kelly. Okay, father, it's Kelly's father. So I just had to go through that again. All right, so father, we just step into this place now and we declare absolute healing over Wayne. I don't know what's caused this lung collapse, but it's unacceptable. And Father, I say that because you have given us the authority to heal. And so we declare healing and miraculous healing over Wayne. And whatever the issues are here, we pray into Wayne, we raise him up, and we breathe life into him. We speak life into him. And Eric Ferguson, you need to speak life into Wayne. Speak life into Wayne. His And Kelly, you need to speak wife, life into your father. Lift him up in prayers. So Father, we breathe life and we speak life into Wayne. And whatever your situation here is here with the relationship to Christ, Jesus, we just ask that your presence be so overwhelming and the Holy Spirit be so profound in that space that there can be no denial where this healing is coming from, that it's literally a beautiful glowing light in that room to raise him up, to feel that from head to toe and toe to head and everything about his body is being restored and we're bringing him back into the mightiness of the world to leave this place all spell casts are broken and cast out. All words spoken are glory of heaven and lifted up. And Wayne is healed in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Prayers, please, for people of the now destroyed city of Acapulco. 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 I can't even say it. Sorry. Acapulco. Sorry. People are literally without anything. D. Trotman. Now, Acapulco got hit directly with a Cat 5 hurricane, wiped it out. So, Father, we just pray healing and blessings over this city. Hit hard by a hurricane, devastated everything, wiped things out. And whatever cleansing was done there, it's done. And if it was the hand of the devil, then we rebuke it. But, Father, now we just pour in our love into the people there. Give them strength and resolve. And we just pray for all the resources that are needed for them to start rebuilding, begin. And may the, may the inspiration and excitement of rebuilding begin. And may they be lifted up and be mighty in the Lord. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Hello, Bard's family. I've been listening nearly every episode for over two and a half years, and you have made a big impact on my life from starting hunting to moving out of the city and more, and I am very grateful. I have prayer requests for myself that I have been hesitant to make because of the nature of it. I have been experiencing a number of health issues and desire and believe I will be healed. I am usually very energetic and find greater fulfillment in productivity than, than much leisure. But due to these, have become very fatigued and I've struggled to have any energy to work on the homestead my wife and I've started this year with, over five, with our five-year-old daughter. For about two years, one of my tests has, handed, has hardened and one of my testes has hardened and grown. It is now slightly larger than a softball and making basic tasks like walking somewhat difficult. Not to mention that we continue, that we want to continue to have more children. My hands. We're going to heal this man. 
Do you realize how few people say things like that anymore, that they want more children? Father, this is a blessing we need in a mighty way. My hands have also been experiencing nerve issues for a little over a year, causing pain with any use. I have received prayer and they have improved, but I know Jesus fully heals. I also have struggled with constipation this last month and a half, probably due to fatigue keeping me from needing needed exercise. Please also pray for my wife to have peace through all of this as well. Thank you for your prayers and God bless, E.H. Father, we step in this night and we step in with hands up. This is a father who wants more children, a blessing from heaven. And Father, we look into the darkness and we see that there are demons that have attached to him and we cut those ties and we rebuke them and we proclaim this man to be a a child of the Most High. And Father, we breathe life into him. And Father, we declare healing from head to toe and toe to head and all of that he is to return him to be a reproductive and productive father once again. His hands, we see his hands. And with this, as we pray over his hands, his hands are restored to the use and perfection that you intended. He begins to move them and feel them and and able to exercise them and use them once again. And we breathe life into his heart and we breathe life into his lungs and we breathe life into his whole body. And Jesus, the blood, and we see the blood that now coats him and, and soothes him and the salve of healing and a miraculous healing occurs. And we place our hand upon your head, E.H., and we pray into you and we say you are healed and we declare healing. And Father, we declare healing over this man. And with the authorities given to us, he is healed. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. May you be blessed with more children and as many as you allow. And may God bless you with a larger family and as big as you will allow God to give you. Embrace that, E.H. Look to God and say, I am ready for more. I will take all that you will give me. And don't stand in his way in any way. Let him flow the blessings of children to you and your family and let your family grow mightily. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. I have a prayer request for myself. My lower back is out of sorts. I must have lifted one too many heavy items this past week. I have a lower back issue that shows up once in a while. I have a teeter to use to help relieve the pain. So today, Saturday, I used my teeter to help with the lower back pain, but will you please pray for a complete healing for my back? Thank you, Scott Crafty Nut. I don't think this is in your back. I think it's in your sciatic nerve. I could be wrong. Or it's down in your vertebrae, one of the two. It's, it's not showing up as your back like you described, but you'll know. Father, we're just praying into this of a crafty nut, and we're just praying complete and total healing from head to toe and toe to head. And we breathe into this. We literally breathe the power of Holy Spirit right into crafty nut, and we raise crafty nut up. And crafty nut now feels the will feel this just energized healing going on through the body from head to toe and toe to head. And we breathe life into crafty nut, and we declare healing with crafty nut. And our hands now raised, and we lift to heaven. We say, Father, once again. Let our words be heard. Let the declarations of healing be, de- be declared and made true. And immediately, crafting that healing has been declared upon you. Amen. My grandson is now having to deal with gallbladder issues. He is being scheduled for surgery soon. We need prayer for that his symptoms go away and his gallbladder is left alone. He needs healing from head to toe. The enemy knows when to attack. James, James, 
I believe that's right, J-A-I-M-E, could be Jamie, is a new believer and was water baptized not too long ago. We believe so much in the power of the Holy Spirit and prayer, song, scripture, and my thoughts. We'll say Jamie for the sake of this. To those demons that are affecting Jamie, understand this. This is a child of the Most High that's been declared and taken by kingdom. He has been baptized in, in water. And tonight we baptize him in fire. For now we breathe life and the fire of the Holy Spirit into Jamie. And with that, we, with that fire comes healing. And Jamie, you just need to speak into the world and speak Jesus and let that flow and let, and let the fire of the Holy Spirit speak through you. And as we speak fire into your, into your soul, let the words and your prayer language just unleash and speak into the world in your prayer language and let the speak this into heaven. And we pray into you, Jamie. We pray into you in a mighty way. Healing and healing, restored healing into your gallbladder. And your gallbladder is now going to shrink and there'll be no more pain. And we see this, Father, and we declare that healing that the enemy can have no more authority here. And we lift Jamie up. And as we pray and breathe life into Jamie, and we breathe the, the pure breath of Holy Spirit into him. Jamie, you are healed in Christ Jesus' name. I got a full panel blood test done yesterday. And the Lyme test came back positive. I'm so angry. I've been in a very difficult few days. I would appreciate prayer and will accept holistic care advice. Thanks. I'm sore. Joint pain in my shoulders and back. I already have planned to do a parasite cleanse and I'm going to pray about it. Even if it's not Lyme, my blood shows other inflammation. I'm going to talk to my doctor next week and see what she says about all of this. She tends more towards holistic health, thankfully. She offered me the flu shot and ten, uh, tetanus shot the other day, but when I denied them, she didn't even bat an eye. But I lectured me, but lectured me, and, and lectured me about taking care of my teeth better. So I guess that's something. Maybe by the grace of God, she'll be willing to support in taking a natural approach to dealing with whatever it is prayer needed for my health and for my wisdom and discernment. Thank you, Heather. Heather, number one. You need to go to Dr. Lee Merritt's site, Medical Rebel. You need to read through her protocols on parasite cleanse. <clears throat> and the reason is that she has been dealt, she has dealt with Lyme disease. And there is some things in there about Lyme disease. So that's one. Number two, anger is your killer. You cannot have anger. And it is the portal and doorway for demons to enter into you and for the demonic to take control and seize control of your body to make you suffer. You need to position yourself now into a position of love and compassion. Turn this over to God. Bring yourself to the throne. Repent for having anger and truly stand there before God, transparent, vulnerable, and speak the truths in your heart that you have not spoken to him. Father, we pray into Heather tonight. We pray mightily into Heather. And this Lyme disease, whatever it is, we rebuke it. We cut the ties and the strings of that demonic agent out of her body and we pray into her and breathe into her the Holy Spirit that will cleanse her blood, cleanse all in her body, and flush this out. Father, we, we declare healing from head to toe and toe to head, of the restoration of this body into the perfect as it was intended. And whatever is in her blood now, we're just watching the Holy Spirit move through her as we breathe life upon her, breathe life upon her, breathe life upon her. Healing is declared, Father. There's no more ties to the demonic. Any contracts made are broken intentional or unintentional. 
And we now place a hedge of protection around her and anchor it in the blood of Christ as we pour in Holy Spirit and fill her with the total healing. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. I'm in the hospital with my wife, Liani, Lilani, I think, L-E-I-L-A-N-I, Lilani, Lilani. She suffered two seizures this morning. It was a harrowing experience. I prayed for her, and while she's stable now, it's possible she had a stroke. In the hospital, I was struck by how many other are here suffering, crying out to God in pain, children lying next to mothers. It's sad, sobering thing. My wife is such a good person, a mentor to many children as a teacher, nanny and caregiver, a friend to animals and loyal to her family. This affliction has been going on since summer and has peaked today in an unexpected turn of events. Prayers for her would be appreciated. Chad, Chad, Holy Spirit, listen, there's a reason you're there and you spoke and you didn't realize it. And you spoke it, crying out to God in pain. So powerful. Children lying next to you, their mothers. It's sad and sobering. You are the light to bring life of the body of Christ to these, to these people. And your wife being there is part of that. Her healing will come through your giving of the love of Christ. So Chad, you need to be at her side. You need to be praying life into your wife, speaking life into your wife. You need to rebuke any of the spell casts that are coming in there. No negativity. And those others that are around there, you need to teach them the same. Speak life into your children. Speak life into, your, into whoever needs it. You can be the agent or you can teach them to. And as you teach them to speak life and raise up, Chad, you're going to be, you have to be that husband. You have to be that steward. You have to be that person. Yes, this is difficult, but God's put you here in a very particular place. It's profound. You have an opportunity to lift up so many, to level up and to raise that hospital up to be something glorified. Father God, we just pray for a mightiness in Chad's heart. An incredible moment here that Chad can see with clarity that his mission is before him that his wife coming there, she will be healed. And we declare healing over Chad's wife, miraculous and stunning healing. We breathe life into her, but now we breathe life into Chad and the inspiration and spark of the fire of Jesus that he can go into this hospital, go into these places where they are crying out for you. Let Chad speak life into them, show them Jesus. And in so doing, heal your wife, heal your heart, heal the many. For we pray for one another, for we pray for our neighbors, we love our neighbors. Pray into them, Chad, for you are now the, the, re- the representative, the emissary, the apostle in the moment to speak life into this, into this place, to take death from the grips, tear it away, cast it into the lake of fire, and now step in with the power of life and speak life into this hospital and bring the many to Jesus, in Christ Jesus' name. Well, Patriots, it's a little short, shorter session than I expected tonight, which is good. And there you go. That was our last prayer, and I appreciate everybody being here. And Tomorrow we will continue in the morning with more prayers, which will be great. That'll be our Coffee and Jesus on Sunday morning, part two. So with all of that, let's pray to close out, and let's continue to keep this war going. This is probably one of the best times of the week when we can dig into prayer and truly affect people's lives, not by weapons of steel, but by the mightiness of the weapons of heaven. Prayer, the mightiness of the sword. 
And the more that we train with it, the more we know how to implement it, the more we know how to seize the frontiers and the, and the territories that the enemy has taken, and the more we bring people back to their, and restore them back to the mightiness in heaven. So, Father, we just pray now as we close out tonight's prayers that this moment, this time together, will lift up the mightiness of the hearts in Christ, that we will be able to speak life into people with the confidence of knowing that as we declare life, you hear our prayers that we have the declarations to speak life. We can't. We have the abilities and tools and authorities to bring, to cast out demons, to raise the dead, to heal the sick and the broken. And most importantly, Father, may we speak the gospel of Jesus Christ into this world to raise up the many. Guide us, Father. Lift us and made us, may us be that remnant that walks in this world, not of this world, but with you alongside in and through us, with Jesus there with us, that we are there here now to stand in the gap to bring those from the darkness into the light and to bring that light of Christ into the world in such a profound way that just simply our presence and our walk shines from us, draws people's attention to make them ask the simple question, how can I find what you have? And let us show them the way. Thank you, Father, for this time and this blessing, this fellowship. Guide us and protect us in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Well, patriots, I will see you tomorrow morning. Thank you for this evening. And we'll hit it again early. 6 a.m. Pacific, 9 a.m. Eastern. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, tomorrow morning, 6 a.m., Pacific. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. Oh, I want to feel something. I just want to breathe again. Dive into the deepest end. Oh, I want to feel something. Get back in my body